What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Strive for Strength podcast, back with another episode. And this time, guys, I have an awesome guest with me. His name is Josh Pierce. Josh, welcome to the podcast, my dude. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for this. Of course, of course, guys. So I actually came across Josh's profile and I shot him over a message. And funniest thing ever, we all know here, DM outreach is a total thing. We all know, right? And I actually was just like genuinely like loved his page. It's also really rare that I ever connect with male fitness coaches. So I was super stoked. And I was like, yo, Josh, I got to have you on my podcast. Like seriously, one of the cleanest Instagram pages. You could tell absolutely crushing it with with all his clients. And uh, as I connected with him, I was like, yo, this guy's awesome. So Josh, I wanted to uh, just do a little intro for you. And if you just want to give the listeners a little bit of an idea of who you are, what got you started in, uh, in fitness and got you started in the coaching space. All right. Well, uh, um, I live in Orlando. I've been in a, co- I've been a coach, nutrition coach for about three, a little over three years now. And prior to that, of course, growing up, I guess I'll start, I'll kind of jump back to growing up as a child, grew up in a home with, uh, um, where my parents really struggled with the you know, relationship with food, body image, things like that. My dad was a type one diabetic and controlled his diabetes, his blood sugar with little Debbie's and Mountain Dews and, and things like that. And we were always on the go, you know, being in sports and things like that. So, so convenience foods and fast food and, and, you know, like the little Debbie's and Mountain Dews, all of that was like a, a staple for me. So of course, as I get older, um, that's what I thought was like normal. I, you know, I just, you know, I didn't think it was a problem or anything like that. So I remember back to like 16 year, you know, 16 year old me, going to my first summer job at the cheese factory in Wisconsin. And I would pack my cooler, just like my, my dad packed his cooler with like eight Mountain Dews for the day. And, and that was like, well, yeah, I'm a working man now. I'm going to, you know, you know, do this. I, like, I, like, I really picked up on the habits that I saw my parents modeling in the house. And of course, when I got to college, uh, high school and then college, I really started to struggle with body image and, and the relationship with food as a result of a lot of that. When I would get stressed, when I would get emotional, I would turn to a lot of the same foods that reminded me of home, the comfort, fast food, that kind of stuff. Um, and so that was like where my struggles really manifested um, in my life. I was probably 19, 20 years old. So about 10, 12 years ago, um, I, was, I was at my heaviest. I had gained what, 45 pounds since high school. And I would actually like lose and gain the same 25 pounds back every single year in college in this, in this diet cycle. I would, you know, I guess I was, I'd be on this like mini diets, mini like weekly cycle of like super, super restricted throughout, you know, Monday through Thursday. And then I would go out and just binge on shit ton of food and booze all weekend. And then the yearly diet cycle of like new years, you're at your heaviest and you do all the diet pills and all that crap, um, you know, till spring break and then just let it all go. Uh, so that was me. That was like college and everything. Well, after college, I moved to Florida for a career in law enforcement. And that was when I really felt like I needed to get my shit together. Um, so I started really trying to figure out, okay, how can I make this a forever thing? Uh, I actually was spent a lot of time in like the bodybuilding.com forums. And, and I learned how to track macros and everything through the forums and bodybuilding.com. Um, and just, you know, over time, my friends, family, coworkers started to come to me for for guidance as well, because I had lost at that point 50 pounds and kept it off um, and really started thinking, you know what, I, I, I enjoy doing this. And so I was in law enforcement at the time, starting to enjoy helping my friends and realize, well, I'm not near as passionate about law, what I'm doing full time at law enforcement as I am what I'm doing outside. So realized I needed to start a business out of this and eventually left the stable law enforcement career with the pension and started my business. So that was two and a half years ago. Well, 
business started and then, you know, got out of law enforcement, got out of the full-time career about two and a half years ago and, and been working, well, about a year and a half ago, I've been out of that and been working full-time building the business since. So probably a lot longer than you expected, but that, yeah, that's, that's, that's the story. That's how I got here with my own struggles. And then, you know, kind of realizing, holy shit, like I've, I've had this transformation and other people, they right. don't want, they don't want this, like this perfect, great God expert. They just want someone who like reminds them of themselves and, and who, you know, they can see themselves in and of course someone who can, you know, give them a little bit of hope. So that's how I came into what I do now. Heck yeah. Cool, dude. Honestly, I feel like it's one of those things where you can kind of turn your struggle into a, into a strength, right. And kind of pour it into other people. It makes you more resilient yourself, but obviously it's a gift that you can then share with others, which is super cool that you ended up taking that route. And I, I had a question for you because similar to myself, I left school, um, at 18 to pursue coaching about four years ago. So not too, not too long before you did, which it was kind of funny. It was more of like a newbie thing back then. Um, it wasn't like as, as well versed as it is now or as many people. Um, and I know it was definitely really terrifying for myself. So if you can share some insight on um, the mindset of you transitioning, because I know you're really big on mindset too, even just with your clients, but what did that mindset look like for you transitioning from like like you said something like more stable stable in air quotes right with like law enforcement to uh to transitioning into the world of coaching oh my gosh that talk about a mind fuck for real like that was that that was difficult because I I, I grown when, the way I grew up I was programmed to believe that like stability is what you need you know like you need to have a stable relationship and, and a stable income and a stable job and and like my whole life I remember I remember telling my friends like I don't, I don't want to be rich I just I just want to have a stable income you know being rich you know I'd look at the mansion across the road on the hill and I'd be like I wouldn't want to have a house like that like it'd be too big, you know, like, like too much to clean or, you know, too much to pay in taxes and all those, you know, like that, like really thinking small. So I, that like, I went into law enforcement thinking, okay, that's stability. All right. I'll go to the most stable thing I can find. So going from that um, and then, you know, starting the, the business on the side, which at the time was just a side hustle. I had no intentions of ever making a career out of it. I just wanted to help some, help my friends. And if I could get compensated for it, great. Um, and over time, I just, I started to really hate that I was putting, that, that I was only able to give my business like what was left of my time and energy after I went to work. And it, it, it became this balance that was, you know, at one point I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I, I need, I feel like there's this lid on my business. And until I get away from the full-time career, I'm never going to like take, remove that lid. I'm never going to be able to grow. And finally, I, I, I don't even know how I got to the point. I just, I just realized, I, I just kind of knew um, and at that point I, I left that, um, it, the most terrifying part of that was letting my parents know. And of course, like I'm 32, that happened at like what, 29 years old. Um, but like letting my parents know I'm leaving this, the law enforcement career for a, a job on the internet where I'm going to coach strangers and, and they're going to, it's going to be this, you know, stable. Like that was the biggest thing. Like, like I'm leaving stability for something that's like so volatile and, and all of that. Um, and of course in that process I had to do a ton of mental work. Um, I was my first three, six months of this was just a complete mess because I tried to do it on my own. I, 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 I like, you know, I was trying to save a bug. I didn't, I didn't realize I had never had a coach before. So I was trying to do this without any help or anything like that. When I finally hired my first coach, um, about six months, six, eight months into running my own business, it was like, things completely changed. I started to realize like, holy shit, I have these, these limiting beliefs. I started to realize what limiting beliefs were um, and, and how much they were holding me back, realized that, wow, these aren't like, these aren't true. 
and I can actually break them and I can, I can use those to propel me forward. And that's where like the mindset side of it, 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 it was so critical at the time because I would have stayed playing small in life. I probably would still be in, you know, small town, small, you know, stuck in a career that I hated. And, and so the biggest thing with the mindset was, was overcoming a lot of those limiting beliefs and, and kind of getting on a different path than the path that my parents sent me down. Because for years, I thought that that was, that that was right. That was the way to go. And, and realizing over time that because that's one way to go, that doesn't mean that is the way to go. Right. Right. And it's almost like that traditional route that everyone's just like, kind of almost like the, uh, I always call it like the supposed to route, you know, yeah. This also kind of translates into literally like what we do for a living. Um, like you said, with kind of investing in mentorship, I think the biggest thing for mentorship is like, it makes people realize how much it can actually collapse time for you. And, you know, the same thing is gonna go when people translate that over to their health journey, right? Um, what was, cause this, this is a topic that interests me so much is like investing in mentorship, obviously investing in coaching, looking into, you know, trying to actually make a change with your body, you know, your mental health, et cetera. Um, for you, when you kind of took the leap with going into mentorship, then um, what kind of thoughts came up for you there when you like, you know, obviously I know you broke through those limiting beliefs. A lot of people have limiting beliefs just going into even thinking about mentorship. So what did that look like for you in terms of the mindset and like the shift that it took you to get to that spot? Well, really like getting it's like opening up to the idea of even, even hiring a coach, hiring a mentor, was something like, like, gosh, I'm trying to think. So I had gone through, I had gone through a certification through um, one of the NCI certifications. And, and like at that time I, I was like, they, they pitched their mentorship at the end. And, and at that, I'd like, like the, this world was all so small to me at that time that I thought that was like, oh, that's the way to go. That's the only way to go. Okay. So I got to do that. And, you know, going through that, I kind of realized, okay, this what I was doing there, like, you know, that situation maybe wasn't the best situation for me. And, and then realize, okay, wow, there are a ton of other coaches out there doing this same thing. And I need to find someone who aligns with me and, and where I want to go and that kind of thing, which, so the first mentor that I had actually wasn't, it, it, I look back and I'm like, it was kind of like, like, I didn't feel like it was right for me at the right time. I wasn't going to say a waste of money, but um, the next mentor I had was, you know, I worked with him for a year, um, was really, really, really good at taking coaches from zero to 10 K, uh, which was incredible. And that was exactly what I needed because I was trying to pioneer this shit myself. I didn't know other people doing it or anything like that. And all of a sudden I walked into a community of other people who were exactly where I was. And, and, you know, those struggles, I thought that were my own, that, you know, I was unique and had all these struggles and I'm the broken one because I can't figure this out. Like I realized everybody else goes through that same exact shit and, and realizing I was never going to be alone ever again. Um, so that, you know, with the mindset thing, like it was, I kind of like stumbled into it and, and realized, wow, I'm never, ever, ever going to go a day without a coach again. Like, you know, and, and it, it's, it's been incredible ever since. And it's just, it's just been it literally, I mean, yeah, it's, it's got the ups and downs, but, but when you take a step back and look at it, it's been steady growth for the Heck last two and a half, three years. Right. And it's one of those things where it's almost like a vehicle, right? Um, it's something that I think helps give you the steps. It's like, you know, that you have it within yourself, but it's like, why not cut back time knowing that you have someone who's in a position where you want to be, or has transformed people in the way that you want to be to get to that point, you know, and everyone yeah. has own unique journey, which is really cool. Um, I can imagine for you, because I know this is one of the questions I had was talking about like the delivery side of things for mm -hmm. your clients. Um, 
for you, Josh, do you feel like, go ahead, go ahead. Before, before you ask, I want to, I want to speak to the cutback time thing, because I think it's so, so, so important. When I said it, when I said I was like trying to pioneer this, like, like I, like I said, I never had a coach before. So my first coaching clients, I was like, I was going getting on coaching calls, like how I thought I would have needed, you know, years ago when I was struggling, I, I was trying to figure it all out myself. So of course the client attraction process, the sales process, all of that, I was so lost. And, and w when, it, when I invested in a coach or a mentor, what I, what I realized was like, holy shit, like all of these tried and true methods and frameworks just like handed to me. Yeah, I still have to do the work, but I don't have to do that guesswork anymore like I was doing before. And that's one of the biggest things, whether you're like, like on the business side of things or you're, you know, on your fitness journey, like stop trial and erroring your way through and, and guessworking, you know, like stop the guesswork and, and just invest in someone to hand you like results-based frameworks and strategies. And it's, it's going to be the best thing you could ever freaking do. You literally took the question out of my mouth because that was the question. <laughs> oh, that was it? <laughs> that was beautiful. I was going to ask you in regards to the delivery side of things, how much it helps with being a coach, having a coach, you know, that's one of the things I've learned just through mentorship myself is you get new systems, you get streamlined systems, which is super cool. And that obviously pours more into the delivery side of things. Um, another question I was going to ask too is from the mindset framework, because I know you're huge on mindset framework, which I think is super cool, especially with how much diet culture has just brought about in the last, you know, few years and can honestly continues to bring, to bring to life as, you know, social media has expanded. Um, for you personally, Josh, with the delivery side of things, like for your clients, how big of a role, and I guess also like what implementations do you feel like are super important for, you know, even what you've experienced breaking through limiting beliefs, but also for people who are in their fitness journey as well. Um, any different exercises you feel like are really helpful or different breakthroughs that you've had? Oh my gosh, with, with the limit, the, like the limiting beliefs thing is one of the biggest things, like, like really understanding how your beliefs affect your day-to-day -day actions and of course as a result your outcomes is so huge so important and like in the past like i like i mentioned before like i was programmed to think and to, to think real small in in terms of like i can't do that that's not for people like me and and i remember being in college i lived with a bunch of business majors while i was going to school for law enforcement and i remember telling my my roommates like i would love to own a business someday but that's not for people like me like i literally said that i'm you know i'm just you know no class like i'm you know we don't do that. And, you know, so, so, and because I didn't believe I could, I didn't believe it was for people like me. I didn't even give myself a chance. So really like, if you don't believe something's possible, it's not going to happen. And, and I, I say all the time, like, whether you, whether you believe you can, or you believe you can't, you're, you're probably right. You know? And, and um, one of the things I, I think I read it in the book, the happiness advantage by Sean anchor. And he said, simply believing you can fly or simply believing you can fly won't set you aloft, but if you don't believe you can fly, you're guaranteeing you'll never make it off the ground. And, and that is, it's so critical right there. I, I know it from my own journey. And then of course, with, with clients I'm working with as well, you know, most of them are middle-aged women, forties, forties, approaching their fifties and, you know, having been on the diet, you know, restrictive diets their entire life or as long as they can remember. And, you know, so they, they a lot of them don't believe that, that they can do the things that I'm, that I'm showing them, or they don't believe like, you know, maybe it's, you know, what, what that, that's the thing, what works for other people doesn't work for me. I'm, I'm different, I'm broken or whatever. So really helping them shift that and, and break those beliefs and realize like, oh, wow, it, you know, in the 
you failed in the past, not because of you, but, but because you didn't have the right tools, you didn't have the right resources. Maybe you, you were taking the wrong approach or your goals and your why weren't strong enough, whatever it is, um, but really helping them understand why they failed in the past and why this time is different very early on in the process is critical. Um, another thing that I think is, is really critical is explaining to them and helping them understand what limiting beliefs are very early in the process. Because if not, they're going to go through months and months of coaching, literally, like, and, and, and they're going to be, they're just going to slow themselves down. And as coaches, we might not even know, recognize how much they're slowing themselves down because you know, a lot of the limiting beliefs they have don't even, may not make it to the surface. And it's just in their day to day. So if we can get them to believe or, or know what limiting beliefs are to spot them, to identify them and to show them at least that, hey, just because you, you believe it doesn't mean it, it's true. It's, you should question it, bring it, bring it to me or bring it to your coach and, and we can help you work through it is, is incredible. It, it like, it, it helps the fact, like I found that it helps to fast track their, their transformation because if we can break, identify and break those early on. I mean, that, that's like, it, I mean, it, it literally slows them down. It's like trying to, you know, it's like you've, you've got, you've got chains like holding you back and you're trying to move forward. And, and if you, we can eliminate those is huge. So the limiting beliefs and then understanding why you failed in the past are two of the biggest things. Um, another one that, that I do, that I really like to help my clients understand is the, like the, the I don't know, thought cycle, I guess, like your, your thoughts, your, your words and your thoughts become your beliefs. And, and now of course you're, you always act your, your day-to-day -day actions are always in accordance with what you believe and your outcomes are a reflection of what you're doing in your actions, you know? So your thoughts, your words literally, be, you know, they, they directly affect your outcomes. So helping them understand that too, and, and that they can change their beliefs and use that to now affect their outcomes is huge. Right. I agree. And I think it's one of those things where it's just really hit home again, because we're always consuming so much information as well as like, we're almost skewed to believe certain things that aren't even necessarily true. And a lot of people have to just rewrite those stories for themselves, which is why I always appreciate coaches who work more on the mindset because like you can get protocols all you want. Like you can give coaching protocols, but like your client's not going to be adherent if they're not in the place to actually implement those protocols. Mm -hmm. um, especially because I've, I've noticed Josh, and I don't know if this is the same case for you because you work with like more middle-aged women. I work with a lot of like younger women who come from restrictive past. And a lot of what comes up is not wanting to give up control of the protocols they've always followed, even though they know that those aren't getting the results that they want, which is where a lot of the habit shifting comes in, I find for a lot of women and men, of course, just anybody who's on a journey trying to enhance their business, their health, relationships, you know, whatever that looks like, um, which is why I always appreciate anyone who really instills different habit shifts. And I think mm -hmm. another thing that kind of bounces off of that too is, um, you know, when you dig more into the personal side of like why your clients aren't adhering to protocols or why they have those limiting beliefs, that's where you create more of that, that personal connection, which I know is something that you said is really huge within the community that you work with. So I would love for you to also expand on how you feel that helps, you know, your clients um, with the delivery and retention as well. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I, first off, it's, it's back to the belief thing real quick in that um, like with, with the way we approach transformations on our team or back to the mindset thing, I guess the way we approach transformation on our team is we, <sighs> It, it's so much deeper than just the nutrition and the weight loss. Like if, if we, if we, if we go in and we focus just on nutrition and weight loss, like we're going to get nutrition and weight loss and we'll, we'll do it really well. It'll be great. But that's all we get. If we go deeper, we focus on, you know, really changing who you are at the, at the core, changing, you know, the, the, the type of person you, you know, like becoming the woman that you want to become. Now what's going to happen 
is you're going to show up as a happier, more confident version of yourself. Staying consistent, staying motivated is all going to be a hell of a lot easier. And while doing that, all of the, like it casts a much bigger net. So nutrition and weight loss are going to come out of a lot easier. Like it's, it's almost like falls into place. I have um, clients share with me all the time, you know, wow, Josh, I didn't think it was is going to be like this easy. All those years, it, it was this easy just to like, like shift a few things with my mindset and, and everything just falls into place. Like I'm no longer having to force these things. And, and it's, it's that like, you shouldn't have to force things. And, and by, by going deeper and changing, you know, at the core, one of the, one of the books that we um, as a team that, that we love is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And the whole idea of, you know, identity-based habits and like really, you know, that your habits are a direct reflection of the person you believe you are, or, you know, they're a mirror image of your, of your, you know, your, your perception of yourself. And, you know, if you don't, if you have negative habits that, you know, that's a reflection of who you are on the inside and you can use that to your advantage by just like doing the things that the type of person you want to become would do. And now you're proving to yourself that you're that kind of person. And now, you, you, like you said, you don't have to force it anymore. So that's critical. I think that is, that's one of the biggest things that leads to the transformations that we have. Um, and the question, the, the question that you had asked with the community, um, I want to make sure I answer it correctly. So can you repeat that? Like what you, how you asked it? Yeah, of course. Like making those personal connections with your clients. You know, I think a lot of um, people who are either on their fitness journey or coaches themselves don't think past you you know, biofeedback, right? Like looking at what just the body is doing, what protocols the body needs. Did you sleep? What are your hormones? Like it's stepping outside of just thinking of how your food intake was and how your training was that week and looking in more in depth to the personal connection of like what is outside of just protocols, you know, to actually make more sufficient protocols, which I think inevitably helps the coach have a better relationship with the client. Um, and I wanted to see, you know, it, what your Kind of protocols look like or just what that looks like for you and how you guys build more of that like personal feel for your clients okay yeah connection is huge first off like like we get to know it's it's a very individualized approach with everybody we work with and we get to know you on a personal level like i'll share like like i will get to know who you, like what your husband's name is like your pet's name like whatever like like over the course of the time we're working together like i'm gonna know what what you're doing when you're not working when you're not you know training or in the kitchen like it, it's really important for me to know those things because when you're having struggles, it's probably related to some of those things. So if you don't know and understand who your clients are, like beneath the surface, you're all, it's, you're just going to be working, you know, like, like almost like work, you know, a bandaid kind of thing. Like, like you're not, you're, you're not fixing the real issue. Someone's, someone's, you know, binge eating issues is not, it, it, it's, it's not a food issue. It's a, probably a stress issue or emotional issue or something that's going on underneath. So it's really, really, really important to, to know and understand what makes them tick, what drives them, um, like why their goals are important to them. So you can kind of dangle that carrot and remind them, hey, you know, I, I know the going is tough and I know you're going to have to make some sacrifices, but think about what's on the other side of this. Think about how much better of a mom you're going to be and, and all of that. So it's, that's critical. And of course, when you do that, you're you know, staying motivated, staying consistent is going to be a lot easier for them. So now they're going to get results. And when they're getting results, they're going to stay. They're going to want to, they're not going to want to leave because they finally found the thing that works. So it's, it's critical for, like you had mentioned the retention thing. Um, and then of course, for the community side of things too, that, that that's a huge aspect of our team. We've built such a strong culture and community uh, that, you know, they're, they're sharing that with each other. They're realizing they're not the only one. They're not the broken one. They don't have to go through this alone. They've got, you know, you know, 
you know, de- dozens of other women around them that, that are doing the exact same thing and going through the exact same stuff. So um, that's huge as well. And then of course, when you have that kind of community, people don't want to leave either. People want to stick around for that. Um, so, so retention is strong on our team. The community, the culture is really strong. Actually, like right now, as we speak, I think that like a dozen of my clients are all in Charleston together, like, like meeting for the first time, actually for the second time, um, back in January, they, a bunch of them visited Florida, um, for, cause there was one of my clients was running a mar- the Disney marathon and a bunch of the other ones were like, Oh yeah, I'll, co- I'll come support you. I'll come support you. And I was like, well, hell yeah, I'll throw a barbecue at my house. And with COVID the race got canceled and they were all like, well, I'm still, we're still coming. So like they all flew across the country and like, like got to know each other on a deeper level. And it was, it was absolutely incredible how strong the connections were formed after that. And, and they're all doing the same exact thing this weekend in Charleston for one of my clients' birthdays. And it's like, where else can you find like that kind of community? Think about so many of, of your struggles like on your own fitness journey and, and, and how much easier overcoming those struggles would have been if you had people around you who like, who got it, you know? And that's, you know, with the middle-aged women I'm working with, most of them don't have that support. They don't have other people who get it. They have, you know, Karen at the office who's, on a new diet every other week and they have their husband who you know hates the fact that they're you know that that they're jumping from diet to diet and and that's it they don't really have any other support so giving like having that support of course removes a ton of friction and makes the journey a lot easier for them which like i said now they're going to get results now they're going to want to stay so yeah that's awesome i've definitely noticed like a slight sense of like, I want to say it's FOMO and I don't want that to have a negative connotation, but it's definitely a lot harder to walk away from something when you have something that is like so beautiful, you know? And I think uh, it also drives for, like you said, Josh, it's just the results. It's more of like, okay, now we can share education. I think it's always really fun too. If you have like a group chat and you see a, like an older client who's been with you for like a year or like even a few months and then get the new client coming in like, Hey, what are some good, like high protein snacks? And then you get to see everyone just like jumping in and like, it's like, hey, hey, I educated them on all of that. You know, it always feels really good. Um, it's, yeah, it's so strong. Like, like, so we use, um, like our team, we use Slack and we've got about 50 women in there. And cool. it, it's, it's incredible because yeah, we're able to leverage the experience and knowledge that, that the older clients have gotten, you know, because when they joined, you know, the, the, the I guess the older clients, the more, the, the longer tenured clients, jumped in and helped them. So now that they they've built that confidence, now they're kind of returning that favor. And it becomes this cycle where you, you know, like the new someone new comes in and they're like terrified. Oh my God, I'm not going to fit in. And they jump in and they're like, holy shit, like this group is the most supportive group of women I've ever been a part of and seen. Like I I never thought it could be this way. So it is, it's incredible like that. My question for you is for for having such an awesome community that you do, how do you feel like you've been able to cultivate that? Oh, well, um the, the, one of the, one of the big things with that is it, it, I mean, it's, it's evolved over time. So I used to, you know, do, you know, just email client, you know, I would meet my clients with email and then I did, you know, phone check-ins in one in a one-on-one setting and, and eventually moved everybody into Slack. Um, this was a couple of years ago, like two and a half years ago. And I remember initially like a couple of clients were like, no, fuck that. Like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to do another app on my phone. I'm going to, I don't think this program's for me or someone, you know, like, 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 you know, a couple, I, I like, I actually, I think I had like eight clients at the time. And I think I actually lost two clients because we, the transition to Slack, I don't know why or what about it. I think one of them was like, yeah, I hate that. I, I, I'm in Slack every day for work. I don't need that. Um, so it was like that. It was very rough at first, but then the community starts to grow inside there and, and it's incredible. So I'm still working with one-on-one clients at the time. Um, well, last May we started 
having team coaching, team coaching calls once a month where I would just teach, you know, a little bit at the beginning, open it up to discussion and they loved it. And we looked, you know, once, you know, October, November came around, we started looking at, uh, we started seeing that the transformations were like whole, like complete different level transformations, like, like not just losing weight, not just, you know, having more energy and improving biofeedback, but like really becoming, you know, like, like hearing, hearing people say like, if I don't lose another pound, I'm totally fine because everything else being a better mom and all of these other things is way better than all of that. Like hearing them say that we started to look into what was going on. Like what, what did we do differently? What's happening here? And we tracked it back to when we started having group coaching calls, we started positioning our clients together. And at that point we started to double down on those. And now we do, you know, we do at least we always have some sort of team group call every single week. And that's, what's, you know, like, like, helped people get to know each other on a deeper, deeper level, face-to-face, things like that. And that's where, you know, now we have, you know, a dozen people flying across the country to go meet each other for the first time or something like that. It's, it's that it's because we've realized that when they're in a community with like people working toward like goals, that they're going to get there faster. They're going to have the support and they're going to realize they're not alone. Um, There's so much experience and wisdom and knowledge amongst them that, now it takes the pressure off of me as a coach to do all of the work. Yes, they still do a lot of the work, but they're supporting and empowering each other. So that's been huge. It's, it's, but it all started with, with you know, like starting to, to like go above and beyond and do some additional coaching, you know, group coaching calls that, you know, weren't, I wasn't being compensated extra for. It wasn't part of their initial, you know, when they joined, it wasn't part of their program, but, but it was like that. I kind of took a leap of faith and, and later realized, holy shit, that was a different maker. Right. And I, I love that you touch on the fact that you focus more towards like the lifestyle shifts too, because I think that really makes people recognize like we're not in a competition, you know, especially I can imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, but for like more of the middle age demographic, I know I coach like some moms here and there and it almost can be like a competitive nature where it's like, I have to lose more weight than you. And like, I have to like, like you said, like Karen at the office being like, oh, I'm on this diet. And then like everyone else wants to fall on board. And it's like when you find a really good people, a really good group of people who are like the total opposite, actually pushing something that's healthy. It's almost like foreign to a lot of people nowadays, which is why I love social media because you meet a lot of like-minded people. Um, and it's, it's super cool to see, um, for you, Josh, are you mainly, this is a question I don't even know the answer to honestly, but are you mainly on, um, Instagram or do you use any other platforms for, um, so main Instagram and Facebook, um, Instagram, if you're listening right now, it's the Josh Pierce and last name is P I E R C E, um, Facebook also have a, a massive Facebook group. We're approaching a thousand members. And, um, that is really just like simplified nutrition, the lifestyle stuff, you know, primarily women in the group, like breaking, you know, ditching fad diets and breaking free from restriction. So those are the two biggest things, the Facebook group, if anybody's listening and wants to check it out, it's fit to be fierce with Josh Pierce. Um, but those are the two places that I'm primarily at like community wise, content wise. Of course I have a podcast as well. Um, fit to be fierce podcast. So, yeah. Cool, dude. I think it's always so cool too. I think one of the biggest things is like when I was a little peewee and I started out in the coaching space, like the number one way that I learned was just like learning from observation more than anything. Like I love just like creeping on coaches who are just like crushing it. I'm like, oh, I can tell, I can just tell, which is super awesome. But I just want to say I appreciate and admire like what you do for the space because I think it's super cool. And um, I, if it's cool with you, I will link any in the show notes, your podcast, your Instagram, oh, Facebook group. But dude, thank you so much for 
all of your insight today. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, if anybody has any questions, whether it's on the fitness side, nutrition side, or the business side, like just DM me. My DMs are open. I'm an open book. And it's like, I, I love connecting with any other coaches, anybody, literally anybody else who's, who's, you know, trying to become a better person in any way. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Of course.